Hey, welcome back to the Addicted to Healthy podcast, your one-stop destination for all things health and a kick-ass life. I'm Laurence, certified nutritional practitioner and health coach and the host of the Addicted to Healthy podcast. Hello, so today I have Dr. Gordon Peterson on the podcast. Uh, This is going to be full of gold. I am so excited to share this episode with you guys. I want to talk a little bit about uh, Dr. Gordon Peterson, talk to you a little bit about what he's done because he has some amazing accomplishments. He has three doctor's degrees. Um, He has a doctorate of naturopathic medicine, PhD from toxicology program. He has PhD degrees in immunology and biology. He's board certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine and has a master's degree in cardiac rehabilitation. After breaking his back, which left him immobile, Gordon was actually able to recover through a system that he created, which led him to win a bronze medal in the 2003 Utah Winter Games at the age of 43, becoming the oldest medalist. He's also a best-selling author many times in the fields of health and wellness. And as a chief research scientist, him and his team conducted the first formulations and studies of protein powders as they worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger and other premier athletes. He also spent countless hours reviewing silver information as is frequently called upon as the world's leading authority on silver as a health tool. He's a distinguished speaker for Special Operations Medical Association and has worked with several national and international governmental organizations on the topic of silver. He has also conducted studies in Africa and has published The Cure to Malaria, Seeing Firsthand Children Close to Death Return to School Within Five Days. He has an ambition to return to Africa in 2020 to continue the healing of more villages and developing safe zones so that the mosquitoes cannot return and reinfect. So really, really excited to get into our topic today about silver specifically, but also about gut healing and immune health. Um, so much knowledge and experience. So really, really excited to dive into this. Let's get started. So Gordon, you have accomplished quite a few things in your career with a number of best-selling books, degrees, certifications, extensive research, creation of different fitness and health formulations, etc. The list is quite long. So what I would like to know first is what brought you to become so fascinated with silver because that is going to be our main focus today. Um, I'd love to know what really sparked your interest in this topic. Well, silver was a financial issue first. I watched it going up and up and up and I compared it to gold. And then somebody just told me at the medical center, you know what, there's medical benefits for silver. And I went to a burn clinic and I saw that silver was the number one tool that they used for burns and that the burns healed in half the time with half the scarring because there weren't any germs like bacteria or viruses or yeast that were interfering with the healing process. And when you see that kind of a remarkable recovery in such an emergency situation, it kind of peaked a a spark in my brain and I started looking more and more and more. And a few weeks later, I saw it work on diaper rash. And I know that sounds very minor, but when a baby's crying and they're just six months old and they have this terrible, terrible diaper rash that's bleeding and a little silver gel and they quit crying, the baby quit crying in less than five minutes. And I realized not only does it work on bacteria, viruses, and yeast, but it helps modulate pain and mobilize stem cells. That's where it started. Wow, yeah. So I've 
I work in a health food store, so I see silver and I've seen people buy it. I've seen it start to become more popular in the health world, but I've never used it for myself. I don't really know that much about it. I don't think it's really talked about that much. So I'd love for you to get into like, first of all, the basics. What is silver? How is it made? What are the different forms kind of thing? Oh, great. Well, silver is just what you think it is. It comes from the ground, but when they process it, they melt it down and then they melt it again and then they manufacture it again and so they burn off all the dross, D-R-O-S-S. -S. That's all the impurities. And they refine it so many times that it becomes just as pure as it possibly can. And we call that 99.99% pure. That means there's no impurities. Now it's ready for medical use, but a bar of silver, doesn't just lay it by your bed and cure a cold or a flu or something like that. Then we have to take it and manufacture it into a liquid. And how we do that is we can dissolve it with an acid. Well, we don't do that anymore. That's what they use for photographic solutions. And only the people who want to have a, a, a side effect or a problem with it start with nitric acid and melt the silver. Okay, that's the ionic and colloidal silvers of the past. We don't use that anymore. And so we don't have the problems that way. Now, we take magnetic resonance imaging technology. You know what that is, an MRI scan? And we take this and we use the magnetic and electric properties of silver and we send a pulse, a pulse of 10,500 volts per second. It's just vibrating at this high, high, high rate and high voltage and one molecule at a time of the silver pulls off of the silver rod and enters the water and the oxygen reacts with the silver to make a crystalline structure and that's how we charge the silver and the water so that the water will hold the silver in its um, electromagnetic form and now we have a water a liquid silver product that resonates it's vibrating at a at a frequency that when it comes in contact with a germ, it just destroys the membrane and the, and the germ basically erupts and its contents pour out. So we're using the natural frequency of silver. We're pumping it up with magnetic resonance and we're putting it in pure water. So really the only two ingredients in this product are pure water, purified silver. My gosh, that could be the most all-natural product in, uh, on the entire industry's list. So that sounds like quite a process <laughs> to make it, but I'm guessing that there are lots of different brands out there and different forms. Does it matter what you buy? Well, it does. And what happens is in the last 15 years, the technology has advanced very rapidly. And we used to have ionic silver, and that was used for photographic solutions. And then we had colloidal silver, and that would fall out of solution. And then we had a silver sole, S-O-L, silver sole, and that was much better. And then they made a silver hydrosol, and that was even better. And now, since all of those were acidic, highly acidic, people only would use them once in a while when they had a, a crisis, now I've developed a silver that's called structured alkaline silver. It's structured using structured water so it can cut through the biofilms in your body and get to the germs easier. And 
It's alkaline. All the rest are acidic. Now that just makes total sense to me and everybody else that's any kind of medical, kind of a doctor of any kind of practitioner knows that the body needs to be alkaline more than acidic. So we now have alkaline silver in a structured form that's way advanced over all the other silvers. That's the one to look for. And uh, I'm with the My Doctor Suggests, but I don't want it to be an advertisement. I want you to recognize how powerful it is and how many people are getting so many new benefits from it. That's why I came on here. And so is the alkaline silver only available through you or are there other companies also making it? My Doctor Suggests is the only place to get alkaline structured silver. Interesting. I had no idea that the other ones were acidic because I know we sell the colloidal, which seemed to be the best one, but I didn't know about this. So this is very interesting. So I've seen that we, for instance, in the store, we sell it in um, liquid kind of, yeah, just a liquid form, either spray or with a dropper. So how would somebody use silver um, specifically for acute uses or long term? Well, the silver that you're talking about is a liquid silver they can swallow. And I recommend two teaspoons twice a day, unless you're sick or under stress or around a lot of sick people, then you double that amount. So you're basically doing two tablespoons twice a day. But the idea here is this, if silver can stay in contact with the bacteria, the virus, or the yeast for two minutes or longer, it's gonna destroy that germ. So a lot of times the liquid silver will wash across the back of your throat and it didn't stay in place long enough to destroy the germs in the back of your throat. And some people will say, oh, that didn't work for me. But they don't understand that the silver needs to stay in contact for two minutes. So along comes gel. A gel form of silver now, you can put on the back of your throat, or you can put it on skin, on wounds, you can put it on rashes. And the most commonly used place for the gel after a sunburn or after the skin use is vaginally. And they use it intravaginally because it not only destroys yeast from a yeast infection, at the same time, it destroys a bacterial infection like vaginosis. And at the same time, it can destroy the infections caused by a virus like HPV. And so what's happened is the women doctors, and when I present this to OBGYN associations, they just love being empowered by something that will do all three of those situations all at once because a medical doctor using prescriptions has to give you either an antibiotic, and that only kills bacteria, but makes the yeast grow, or an antifungal drug that makes the bacteria grow. Well, silver does all these, and it stays in place for more than two minutes in a gel form. So we have a liquid, we have a gel, and we also have lozenges that my doctor suggests because I knew that sore throats were one of the most commonly thing, used thing, or silver was used for that more than anything else. And I wanted it to stay in place. And so I put it in a lozenge and now we have silver lozenges. So those are, those are some of the ways we use it. We have toxic free soap and we have lotions, but let's stay to the liquid right now and just talk about swallowing it is fantastic because it enters the red blood cells and travels throughout the entire body like an immune surveillance system, checking out the, the germs that are inside your body and destroying them on contact. 
So for liquid, we would do for, I guess, immune function, or we can talk a little bit about gut healing after, and then the gel would be topically, is that correct? That's correct. And how would we, what would it be used for, like, what would the benefits be if we're using it long term? Is it something you can use every day for the rest of your life? Well, I wouldn't use acidic silver every day the rest of your life because it's acidic and it causes burns and it causes the immune system to flare up and reject and become inflamed a little bit. But the new alkaline structured silver is and has been used safely every single day for years at a time and it doesn't have a problem. Now common sense also comes in here and I jumped ahead of you because I'm pretty sure you had asked this question. Well, doesn't it take, make sense to take a little break from it for a while? Yeah, and some of my people say that they like it best just taking it six days a week and one day off. Other people will use it for some major intestinal problems by taking it every day for a month and then taking two weeks off. And so there are kind of recipes for wellness along that line that are based on common sense medicine. But to answer your question, silver in the alkaline form can be taken every single day safely. Awesome. So we're talking a little bit about how it can boost immune function. And I saw through some of your work that you talk a lot about how it can kill pathogens. And as you were talking about yeast and bacterial infections, um, but how can silver kill the bad bacteria, but not the good bacteria? Can you get into that a little bit? Oh yeah, that's one of the most important findings and I'd like to take credit for designing silver to do that, but I didn't, God did. God developed silver in a way that we have been able to enhance its benefit by making it into a silver. Now imagine that silver resonating frequency and that silver goes into your gut and in the gut it's going to wipe out anything that's a germ, bacteria, virus, or yeast that it comes in contact with, but there's one form, one genus and species of bacteria silver doesn't kill, and that's the probiotic or good bacteria. And here's the reason why. Silver in a water form, liquid silver, is a water. And when it comes in contact with a fat or a a lipid bilayer, it can't penetrate through that fat wall. Well, the resistant bacteria are totally destroyed and the biofilms are totally destroyed. But the good bacteria is so unique to all bacteria because good bacteria, probiotics, have to survive in the gut right next to the stomach and they're always being exposed to stomach acid. So that genetic makeup of good bacteria is a milk fat coating surrounds the good bacteria one cell at a time because the cell, the good bacterial cell, secretes a little milk fat coating around itself. Like an M&M has a shell around it, the, the good bacteria has a milk fat coating around it and the water of the liquid silver cannot penetrate that fat. So what happens is when you drink the liquid silver, it destroys the bad bacteria, viruses, and yeast, but it won't penetrate the fat-soluble coating of the good bacteria. And here's how you know. When you drink liquid silver, let's say four times the normal dose, it doesn't cause diarrhea. But when you take antibiotics, for instance, you know that it's killing your good bacteria because it's all rushing out of your body because it kills the good bacteria. Silver's advantage is it's alkaline 
works with the immune system, and it doesn't destroy the good bacteria because it's water-soluble. Yes, it's fantastic because as you mentioned, the antibiotics, we all know they kill off the good bacteria. And when we're dealing with infections or whatever it is, uh, we are usually given, you know, antibiotics. Um, and that's just contributing to our health epidemic that's going on with our gut, com you know, compromised gut, etc. So it's really nice to see something that actually kills off the bad guys, but doesn't destroy our good bacteria because we definitely need to support that. And I want to get into the gut. Um, I, this is one of my favorite topics and I know probably one of yours too. Can you get into, I'm just going to switch gears a little bit here, um, reasons why our gut is compromised today? Like, what are the top reasons in your opinion? Well, when you recognize that the gut is filled with hydrochloric acid, and when you put sugars in there, it inflames the whole intestinal system and feeds the harmful yeast and harmful bacteria, that's one of the problems. But then we turbocharge that problem by taking antibiotics. Antibiotics go in, kill just the bacteria, allowing the yeast to overgrow. And when we get a yeast infection in our guts, we know it because we continuously produce more and more and more gas. It stretches our intestines. They become overstretched. They start absorbing particles that they never absorbed before into our bloodstream. We develop what we call leaky gut syndrome. And so that's the problem. Antibiotics, sugars, those are the major problems that we uh, aggravate intestinal problems with. Now, once we get the right bacteria in balance with the yeast and the good bacteria, we can digest food normally and weight loss gets back under control. We don't become obese or we don't become malnourished. But the big problems in today's world, just in the last two months, medical science has published these two issues. One is biofilms. Biofilms are what you would evaluate in your brain as a mucus. Like when you blow your nose, you blow a clear mucus out and I know that's gross, but that's a biofilm. And in that thick film, you've got all kinds of bacteria that live there and are protected in that film from other um, natural immune factors that could eliminate them. So what happens is we get these biofilms in our gut, this mucus layer, and our normal immune system just can't get access to it to destroy that bacteria. In addition to that, when we take antibiotics, and, or even really hot drinks, it uh, kills the good bacteria, allows the yeast to regrow, and the bacteria begins to be resistant. Let's say you take antibiotics for two weeks, and you didn't kill 1% of the bacteria. Well, that 1% then gets stronger and stronger, and two years later, you take antibiotics again, and now that bacteria is resistant and won't die in the presence of your antibiotic. What that means is you have a resistant bacteria, uh, bad bacteria living in your gut, sending signals all throughout the body, and the silver is so perfect for this condition, and here's why. Alkaline silver works with the immune system, and structuring the water before we manufacture the silver means that structured water can penetrate through biofilms much better than any of the other molecular structured waters. 
for that reason, you've got silver combating the latest and most difficult two problems in your gut to, to balancing your gut bacteria, biofilms and resistant bacteria. Silver works for both. Wow, so biofilms I've definitely learned about before, especially when it comes to, for instance, if you have yeast overgrowth, um, a lot of different programs don't really target the biofilms, which can mean that we're not really killing them off, right? So this is, is this the only thing that you know of that can um, kind of address the biofilms and penetrate the biofilms? Are there, I've also heard of enzymes that can do that. Is that correct? Well, there are enzymes, and what you'll want to do is take the enzymes with the silver because the enzymes don't destroy the bacteria inside or the yeast inside the biofilm. But when you take some of these uh, enzymes like protease breaks down proteins and amylase breaks down starches, and most people won't know what they should or shouldn't take, and a, a very good combination enzyme, digestive enzyme, with the silver can help break down that biofilm and then the silver can actually penetrate even deeper. And then when it gets to the yeast or bacteria in that film, it can destroy it. Great combination. So obviously we want to address the root causes like you were talking about sugar. So taking out sugar, looking at whole foods, obviously cleaning up your diet, avoiding antibiotics whenever we can. Um, but then silver can be, as you mentioned, a great addition to gut healing specifically um, for leaky gut or any other kind of digestive symptoms. Yes, ma'am. And the reason why this works so well is because the body knows how to use the all-natural structured silver in its alkaline form, and it gets into the intestines, and it will take away the obstacles to proper digestion. By destroying the bacteria, viruses, and yeast, your body will now digest foods like it should in a normal way, and you'll absorb what you should, not over-absorbing or under-absorbing, which can cause obesity or it can cause wasting disease. Now, when you think about it's a cure-all for everything, people get resistant to that. They're like, wait a minute, don't tell me this is doing everything for everything. Well, it doesn't. But silver can destroy the cause of bacterial infections. Bacterial infections could be hundreds or even a thousand of them. Now, with that stated, you've also got a benefit that's coming to the healing after silver destroys the germs, and that is silver leaves behind particles of silver that mobilize and activate stem cells for uh, increased healing. Just going to interrupt this episode to talk to you about Organifi. I don't know if you've tried it before, but it's my favorite uh, blend of greens. And they also have different um, drink blends like their reishi turmeric, which I make into a latte at night puts me to sleep right away but if you're looking for something that's going to help alkalize your body if you're not getting enough greens throughout your day if you want to start off the morning with a lot of energy I highly recommend their green juice it tastes so good even though it has all of these superfoods like moringa chlorella spirulina might not be super tasty on its own but they add mint and green tea wheatgrass coconut lemon and it tastes really really good and they have different um, bottles or different um, 
little packets that you can take when you're traveling. So it's super, super convenient. I have definitely added them into my routine when I'm traveling because sometimes you just can't eat the same way as you do at home. Sometimes you don't find all the vegetables and you're in a rush or you just don't have the options. So this is an amazing alternative to really get in all of the greens that are gonna be energy boosting and alkalizing to the body and help with detoxification. And there are lots of things that you usually don't get through your diet, like different herbs. So it's something that can be added to a really healthy diet as well. And on top of that, you can get 15% off with the code Laurence15 at checkout. So if you are interested in trying it, I highly recommend it. Um, you can save money off your order with the code Laurence15. So if somebody is having like digestive symptoms or whatever has chronic issues, could they just start using silver right away? Should they do some testing? Should they, should they do something before that? Are they able to go like buy it off the shelf? And would you recommend that? Or is it contraindicated in certain cases? Well, there's nothing that silver is contraindicated for, and silver is safe enough to use in a brand newborn infant's eyeball. So it's going to be safe for and if you drink it and you even drink it in double the normal recommended amount, you're still going to be safe. Even doing so for two continuous months, it's just safe. I've done toxicology studies and shown that uh, you can drink an entire bottle every day for a month and it still doesn't have any problems. It's that safe. So it's safe, number one. Number two, you can start today, but it makes sense to me regardless of what the chronic condition is, to use the alkaline form instead of the acidic form. And the reason why is because sugars enter the body and they're acidic and they cause an acidic reaction, including inflammation. So why add to that problem? The alkalinity is absolutely a godsend uh, and the silver then can start working. And yes, today you don't have to test you don't have to do any studies. You don't have to measure anything. Silver is that safe. It's been used for that long. And now it's enhanced to be more beneficial and even more so uh, safe. But it also works with your antibiotics. You don't even have to stop taking your antibiotics. It works with them and makes them even stronger. And I realize that the acidic and alkaline terms can be quite confusing for people because when we think of acidic, we think kind of like citrus fruits or things like that, whereas when it's in the body, it's completely different, right? So I should have asked this before, but would you mind kind of explaining about what that means exactly, especially when it comes to your body? Like what do acidic foods do in your body versus alkaline and why should we be mindful of that? Well, pH is measured from a score of, of 1 to 14. 7 is neutral. The uh, higher you go above 7, uh, 8, 9, 10, the more alkaline you are. But below 7, the lower the number, the more acidic. So 5 is acidic. 4 is more acidic. 3 is even more acidic. 2 and 1 are as acidic as your stomach acid is in your belly. Now, here's why acidity is hard on the body. When the body gets an acid into it, and, and let's say a lot of citrus fruits, or let's say Coca-Cola, let's say something like a lot of sugars, the acids get in the body and immediately the immune system says, wait a minute, this isn't the pH my body likes to function at, and up comes the ability to isolate foreign pathogens or invaders. So the immune system 
immediately becomes highly reactive and sends out inflammatory markers. So an acidic body has a lot of inflammation problems. Now, you and I could do a whole program on what inflammation does from arthritis to leukemia to diabetes to you name it, inflammation is the bad guy. And if we can keep inflammation down, our symptoms seem to go away. So acid means inflammation. Alkalinity means that the body will relax and the immune system will then start to work as an anti-aging immune system, regenerating, rebuilding, re rebuilding cells that it can't do when it's always having to fight off an acidic response. And acids that build up in the body and leave you acidic uh, are the people who get a lot of really chronic illnesses, bad illnesses, abnormal cell growth kind of illnesses. And I know that we have to reverse an acidic body to an alkaline body before many of the chronic illnesses will heal. For that reason, alkaline silver is the perfect choice and the best, if not only choice of silver for people who have a chronic digestive problem. Thank you for explaining that. Um, and I know that more animal products are going to create more acidity and more plant-based products are going to create more of an alkaline environment. Um, I know a lot of people do ask about alkaline water. What are your thoughts on alkaline water? Because I think a lot of people think that, oh, it's just kind of like an expensive, I don't know, way to get more money or a new kind of trend thing that's not really valid. So what are your thoughts on alkaline water? Now, first of all, I'm not selling any alkaline water, but I believe in it. I believe in it about, uh, I give things a score. I think alkaline water is about an 8.9. It's not quite a 9 out of 10. That means it's really a good product. And the reason why is because it helps the body stay in an alkaline state. Now, if you don't know if you're alkaline and you don't know if you're acidic, don't be surprised. That's a lot of people. Most people don't know that, in fact. But here's what happens in the byproduct of drinking alkaline water. First of all, it's an environment where germs don't want to live. If you're alkaline, like 7.35, germs like bacteria and viruses and yeast do not want to live in that environment and willingly leave the body. That's a great first benefit. The second one is this. Because your body can become so acidic from sugars that you eat or from animal products, your insulin is produced by the pancreas, but the pancreas also produces sodium bicarbonate. Here's why that's important. When you eat something sugary, the, the uh, signal from your body that, hey, here comes a lot of sugar, goes off right to the pancreas, and the pancreas starts secreting a lot of insulin. The more sugar you eat, more insulin goes into your body. Now, you can overwork that pancreas to the point where the pancreas now finally shuts down or can't keep up. And this is called insulin resistant uh, because your insulin isn't being able to be secreted enough and it's been secreted so much, the pancreas finally fails. That's diabetes. So when the pancreas can't keep up with all the sugars coming in, we call that diabetes. Yet, the pancreas, that same organ that puts out insulin, also has to secrete sodium bicarbonate. So if you're putting in acidic foods, the body has to convert acidic foods into alkaline foods 
and it does so with the pancreas secretium sodium bicarbonate. Now, if you're eating a lot of acidic foods or drinking a lot of acidic drinks, you're now double working the pancreas, causing it to become diabetic sooner, faster, and alkaline water. Drinking alkaline water takes half the workload off the pancreas because now the pancreas doesn't have to secrete hardly any sodium bicarbonate to get your foods back to an alkaline state. So what you're doing is you're helping your body never get diabetes by drinking the alkaline water and helping it be in an environment where germs don't want to live. That's why I score an alkaline water on a regular basis as an 8.9. So I might be opening up, um, uh, I don't know, it's going to be a little bit of a... Um a touchy topic that I might get into, but since you were talking about the pancreas and diabetes and acidity, I just have to ask. So for the keto diet or very like high uh, protein diets with low carb, would this be making things more acidic? So making the pancreas work over time and worsening things like insulin resistance and diabetes? Because I know a lot of these diets are being pushed on the world of diabetes, insulin resistance and all that. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, the first thing the ketogenic diet does is it tries to take the workload off the uh, pancreas by reducing your sugars. That's a good thing. Silver coming in as an alkaline silver helps take the workload off the pancreas again by not making it put out so much sodium bicarbonate. Alkaline water is also taking the workload off the pancreas. The whole idea here is to balance blood sugar so normal body weight returns, so normal body function returns, and so normal body in an alkaline state doesn't harbor excess germs that cause chronic illnesses. So in the ketogenic diet, it's good for the pancreas. Alkaline water, good for the pancreas. And alkaline silver, good for the pancreas. All of them work together uh, for the benefit of that whole uh, ketogenic diet program. Right, so they would all be adding alkalinity and silver would be a great addition for somebody who is dealing with insulin resistance, blood sugar issues, diabetes, all of that. Yes. Awesome. Well, we are getting to the end of the podcast, but thank you so much for this. This was brilliant. So much gold. I, for one, learned a lot, so I'm sure my audience will as well. Uh, before we wrap up, can you share with us how and where we can reach you um, and find out more about what we discussed today and also how we can follow your work? Yes, I'm Gordon Pedersen, and I'm on the website www.my doctorsuggests.com. So my, spell the word out, D-O-C-T-O-R, suggests, with an S on the end, mydoctorsuggests.com. And I've got over 200 videos there, and they're all on, on a lot of different research that I've done. And a lot of different research will maybe exactly what you're looking for, or maybe you want to share it with your mom or some family member, because We've done a lot of research the last 15 years to have this information out there. And it's very significant information because antibiotics are becoming more and more of a problem than they are a benefit. They're causing more digestive problems. They're causing more 
um, intestinal problems. One story before I go, and that is when antibiotics were first discovered and they were first released out onto the market, the researchers discovered that they damaged the digestive system and the immune system. And they put that in their studies. They put that right in their studies, and this is a wonder drug. It's going to save all these bacterial infections. But because it destroys immune and digestive function, it was required to give, with that antibiotic prescription, a prescription for probiotics. Now, way back then, probiotics weren't a drug. They weren't anything that was even in the nutritional supplement category. It kind of just was, you're going to need these probiotics for two months after you take this antibiotic, or you're going to destroy immune and digestive function. Well, here's what happened. The penicillins and the antibiotics that took off became absolute wonder drugs. But to sell it, and you had to buy a second product with it, these probiotics, people started to ask the questions why, and the doctors weren't absolutely sure, and all of them didn't have the best of answers. But more importantly, acidophilus, bifidus, all these different probiotics were not patentable. So the pharmaceutical companies couldn't patent them, and any pharmacist or any corner store could sell at a very inexpensive price the probiotics that you had to have with your antibiotics. So after about five years, the pharmaceutical companies couldn't control the probiotic sale. They just let it go. They quit teaching about it. They quit saying, oh, you need this because it made their antibiotics look like it had a weakness. This super drug, this wonder drug, it can't have a weakness like causing damage to your immune system. So they just ignored it and it went away. And here we are 80 years later or however long it's been, and we're discovering the very problems they knew about when they launched the antibiotics are starting to become bigger and bigger and worse and worse. And they are digestive problems and immune problems. So the idea that we had to take an antibiotic with a probiotic when they first came out was a responsible act. People don't remember that. It's not on the records. The people who knew about it have died off we can remember now. We can look at the research and say, we know what happened, we know how to fix it, and silver can play a significant role in that process. So mydoctorsuggest.com, thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. I think that's really important to get this information out there because as you know, as I know, um, we each have to stand up for our own health. So it's really important that we're educated and that we can you know, find the resources to really make the right decision for us. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. I appreciate you sharing your knowledge, expertise, and I really admire the work that you do to make this world a better place. So thank you again. Well, thank you. You're doing a great work and I hope everybody realizes how lucky they are to be able to listen to you regularly. Thanks. Oh, thank you.